Welcome to this edition of Book Talk, starring the bookshelf ladies, Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Uh, I like that starring stuff. That makes me feel important. Well, there you go. Well, hey, hey that's that's <laughs> yeah. what I do. I like I like to elevate people. <laughs> there you oh, go. Mom, you're such a... No, I won't say it on uh, the air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think I know where you're, where you're going to go with this, Chris. Oh, darling. You're such a darling. Oh, well, thank you. I try. Okay, and, and of course, now next week you're probably going to miss us so desperately because we'll both be gone. We're headed yep. for Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be down there um, with the, uh, the Phi Beta Psi sorority at our national convention and on Tuesday morning we will be giving lots of money away to the doctors across the country who are doing research on a, a varied species of cancer and um, we're uh, very proud of that fact we don't have as much to give away this year due to the pandemic but we'll still be able to um, have given over 10 million dollars to research doctors in the country since we started this project. Oh, that's fantastic. And, of course, uh, Saint, yeah. uh, Memphis, the home of uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital. Uh, I, yes. I have and visited we, there in the past. It's a, it's a great facility. I am I am hoping to get to visit the, that facility. We will have a speaker from St. Jude who's coming over to talk to us about some of the stuff that they're doing in their uh, research facility. So we're very excited. Um, and that's during our, we always have what we call our cancer luncheon, where we have either one of our doctors or, and, and we were so hoping that we would be able to get someone from St. Jude. And they're very, very busy, but we were just informed about <clears throat> three weeks ago that we, we have it nailed down. So we will have someone to speak for us. So I'm really looking forward to, to hearing them. Oh, that's excellent. Well, well, good deal. That's that's great to hear, ladies. So, so you'll just have to yep. spin some platters for us. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Maybe launch into my Will Span Jack impersonation. I don't know. <laughs> you need to play Elvis. Play Elvis songs while yeah, we're on. There you we, go. We will be so oh, immersed yeah. in Elvis while we're in Memphis. I mean, we're start. We're staying at Graceland Hotel. Oh, I mean, nice. you're going to be sleeping. You're sleeping in an Elvis bed. There you go. <laughs> so, there you go. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a uh, decorated in early jungle room decor or something. I don't know. There, I believe there oh. might be one room up there that's a jungle room. But yeah, it's so uh, we were we stayed there in March to get ready for it, and it's just like O M G. Everything is Elvis. <laughs> I can't wait. Just too funny. <laughs> but but I, but you love it, and you can, you can't help but love Elvis. You know, even though he had his problems, he has the most beautiful voice ever. Yeah. This is true. So so play an Elvis song for us next Tuesday when we're yeah. gone. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it up with my program director. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Mary said too. Yeah, there. Because 
that carries so much weight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, 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 ladies, what what do we have on the uh, best uh, the uh, various and sundry bestseller list this week? We have. All right, Mary, um, I'll let you take off. <clears throat> okay, I will do the indie bestsellers. Uh, not a whole lot of changes on here. It's it's kind of um, time of the year where everybody's you know reading for vacations and the publishers aren't putting out quite as many, but they still put out quite a bit. But it's it's yeah, um, and then, you know what? There, it's kind of those ones that they're reading now, it's all word of mouth. You know, it's like we've had so many people come in for just these books saying, somebody read this and told me it was really good. Um, oh, do you yeah. have a copy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's several on the list here that I've heard good reviews on from people that come into the shop and say, you know, have you read this? Or, you know, my, my friend recommended this. And, and um, you know, and then the favorite, you got any more like it? And, um, yeah. you know, most yeah. of the times we can match up pretty close. Uh, sometimes there's just certain books that, it's, you know, they're kind of one of a kind. Sometimes so, it's a uh, challenge. Yeah. Well, we like yeah. a challenge, though. This is true. Okay. So our hardcover fiction list, uh, number one, still Matt Haig with the Midnight Library, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Malibu Rising, The Maidens, Alex Michelades. Project Hail Mary, Andy Weir, and number five, the last thing he told me, Laura Dave. Um, so not a lot of changes in the top five, but let's see, we do have one debut on the list. It's uh, Marie Benedict, and it's called The Personal Librarian. So, and this is a really interesting book. Of course, uh, Marie Benedict, she's written a book. She likes to take a historical figure and do a piece of fiction. She's done one about Clementine Churchill, if you remember Clementine. And this oh, yeah. new one, <clears throat> this new one is um, about uh, Bella de Cox de Green, and she was hired by J.P. Morgan to be his personal librarian to curate the manuscripts, books, artwork, that kind of stuff that he had for the Pierpont Morgan Library. Oh, um, but wow. she has a secret as the daughter of Harvard's first black graduate, and she's passing as white. Oh, so man. this is kind of an interesting book. This yeah. could be, you know, a, a, a fun read. We might have to throw that on the list before I jump out of town. Yeah, because that sounds really good. In the nonfiction, yeah. uh, number one, Michelle Bonner with Crying in H Mart. World Travel, Anthony Bourdain. The Ethropocene Review, John Green at number three. The Bomber Mafia, Malcolm Gladwell. And number five, Finding the Mother Tree. There are a couple debuts on this list at number 11 called Reborn in the USA, an Englishman's love letter to his chosen home. This is by Roger Bennett. And one other... And that's just kind of a memoir that he threw together, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, number 15 <laughs> is... Uh, Here we go. Back. We're getting back into Here this. we go. Ben yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. This is debuting at number 15. It's called The Cruelty is the Point, The Past, Present, and Future of Trump's America. And this is Adam Serwer. So, yeah, and he's a writer for The New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, and he's, uh, this is kind of a collection of essays and um, 
articles that have been printed while uh, uh, President Trump was in office um, and some uh, considerations. Okay. So let's see. In the paperback fiction, People We've Been on Vacation, Emily Harry is number one. Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller. Hamnet, Maggie O'Farrell at number three. Gilly Owens, Where the Crawdads Sing, and Madeline Miller at number five, also with Searcy. So no no stars on that list this week. Nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, still number one, Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk. Entangled Life, Merlin Sheldrake. Yuval Noah Harari at Sapiens, number four. And The Body, Bill Bryson. There is one debut in the paperback nonfiction at number 14. It's called The Beauty in Breaking, a memoir, and that's Michelle Harper. Yeah, I don't know too much about that one, so I have to. I have a feeling that it's not what you expect. So I have to. We'll have to look that up and see what it's all about. Okay. In the children's early and middle grade readers, but still number one, Raleigh Jefferson's awesome, friendly, spooky stories. Jeff Kinney, Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey, Stamped for Kids, Races and Anti-Racism in You, that's Jason Reynolds and Ibram X. Kendi, Megan Warner, or Wagner with Allergic, and Jerry Craft, New Kid. Uh, Eleven is a, a debut on our list. It's, uh, Whitney Gardner has done this. It's called Long Distance. And I'm guessing graphic novel, the way it looks. Uh, Turtle in Paradise. I'm not sure if Long Distance is. I know that Turtle in Paradise is. Turtle in Paradise is, because it says it's a graphic novel. Yes, Um, and of course, Turtle in Paradise was a bestseller. It did very well in both hardcover and paperback. We did just get that in. Um, It's over with the, um, I put it over with the graphic novels, but it looks like Jennifer Holm did very well with this book, so we'll see. And you know, in graphic novels, there's just the big thing right now. Oh, I know. I, I, for, for all ages. Yeah, at, at least, you know, one kid a day come in looking for graphics, though. So. In the young adult, they both die at the end. That's Adam and Silvera. We Were Liars, E. Lockhart. The Girl from the Sea at number three, Molly Knox. One of Us is Lying, Carolyn, Karen McManus. And Firekeeper's Daughter, Angeline Boley. Uh, one debut on the list, uh, Kaylin Bayron, the this poison heart is debuting at number eleven. In the children, yeah, I don't know much about that one either. No, oh, look at all of them. Oh, and it's, yeah, we'll have to look up some of those young adults. In the children's illustrated, ah, uh, Alice Shirtle with a time for school, little blue truck. Ooh, that's coming up too, isn't it? School. It is coming up. It'll be here yeah. before you know it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the teachers are all quaking in their boots, <laughs> and the kids are trying to avoid it. <laughs> the Very Hungry Caterpillar, Eric Carl at number two. Good Night Moon, Margaret Weiss-Brown. We are Water Protectors, Carol Lindstrom. And number five, back up there, Itty Bitty Kitty Corn, Shannon Hale. The one debut on the list, uh, it's a little golden book. It's Raya and the Last Dragon. Of course, that's from the movie. Uh, you can't go wrong yep. with a little gold. Mm-hmm. 
The children's series Dogman, number one, Dave Pilkey, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney. Number four, Magic Treehouse, Mary Pope Osborne. He's got snuff in there. And Harry Potter is uh, number five on our list. That's J.K. Rowling. See, now, Harry Potter is the next book that I'm expecting to see in a graphic novel. I, I really think that they're... I think they'll do that. That because be they've done, yeah, that could they've be. done everything else with Harry Potter that they can possibly do. So, you know, I can, I can see thick. I can see that yeah. happening. I could see a Broadway play, uh, a musical, perhaps uh, one day once uh, Broadway reopens. Didn't they? Well, they already have. They have. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah. they've made they've a. Done. They've made Broadway musicals out about everything, haven't they? Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is yeah. true. Yeah, they've already done a Harry Potter. Actually, it's uh, what was the name of that thing? Can't think of it. But it was about oh, what three years ago? Something like that's that. what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Kind of yeah. before the bottom fell out of everything. Right, and, and you know, I'm trying to think. Did it make it? Did it make it to this country? It was done in England, and I can't. Yeah, it did. It did open yeah. on Broadway, but yeah. yeah, it was right about the time everything went closed and went dark. So yeah, mm. yeah, no, yeah. I think we might have a copy of the book because they did do a book based on the play. It, well, it wasn't. It was actually the play. You know, they published the play uh, in the book. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, change it to a novel novelization of the play but it it took it started when uh, Harry Potter was an adult and it and it discussed his children that that's oh. what they did yeah interesting we'll have to check and see I'm pretty sure we yeah. still have one but if not maybe we should make sure that we do there you go okay well that's my list today um, okay, well then, let's see what's going on in across the country. Um, <clears throat> well, the one that's debuting at number one, and actually it's debuting at number one on the on the mass market paper back list, yes, is Once I Upon a Time in in Hollywood. Uh, the novelization of the film by the director Quentin Tarantino. So you know, I never did see that movie. And, um, but I know that there were, he did kind of change some things, changed history in, in the movie from what I heard, you know, when I was reading an article about it, it says, spoiler alert, you know, you don't want to read any further if you want to see this twisted ending. Um, but, um, yeah, but the, uh, that might be pretty interesting to read once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, debuting at number two is The Sex Wedding, a 28 summer story. Now, this is a postscript, so I'm assuming that it's going to be a novella type of a thing um, to Ellen Hildebrand's The 28 Summers. Uh, and I believe this is just an ebook. This is not available in a book form. You have to get oh, this online mama. to read this. So, debuting at number two, which shows you exactly how much. Um, impact that the um, e-books do have because it is yeah. debuting at number two. The last thing he told me by Laura Dave is number three. Um, she's still doing very well. Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
Um, that sounds like a, a lot of fun for famous siblings for a party to celebrate the end of the summer and their lives will be changed forever. So let's see what that's all about. That looks fun. The president's daughter is next in line at five. This is uh, James Patterson and Bill Clinton. Where the Crawdads Sing is still doing very well in paperback. People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Um, looks like a lot of fun, and, and I believe that's a paperback also, so it's a great one to take to the beach. That's there at number seven. Alex McAleedy's next with Silent Patient, and The Midnight Library by Matt Haig comes in at number nine, and they both die at the end. <laughs> Excuse me. Adam Silvera, that's number one on our young adult list, is at uh, rounds out the top ten and in our USA Yeah, lots of good ones. Um, let's see what's at the rest of them. Mary Balo. Oh, she's so much fun. Someone to cherish. There's a nice little paperback that you can stick in your backpack and <clears throat> take, yeah. take to the beach. I, I like her. She's, she's a good author. <laughs> Excuse me. When Stars Collide, this is one of our favorite, favorite, favorite writers, yeah. Susan Elizabeth Phillips. And she's back with the Stars um, series that she has for the Chicago Stars football team. This is an unlikely love affair occurs between a backup quarterback and a world-class opera singer. These books are so funny. She is just a scream. I love to read these things. And yeah. you just, you know, you just can't put them down. They they do so oh, well. Oh, yeah. The one sitting... A new debut. Yeah, a new debut. Star Wars, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. So, for, you know, we're still working on Star Wars. That, that will, That's another series that'll never end. <laughs> um, next in line, for, for sure. Uh, Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us. Uh, Ryan Kincaid's relationship with Lily becomes complicated when a man from her past shows up. Okay, mm. that sounds like a complication. <laughs> Next in line, Ellen Hildebrand is uh, doing very well with Golden Girl. That sounds like lots of fun. Helen Hart, 18th in her Sealed series, uh, is out with Freed. And so that's another one that, you know, you just, just have to wear your gloves when you're reading those books because they're, they're <laughs> a little hot. Um, Survive the Night by Riley Sager. Uh, when college student Charlie Jordan shares a ride with Josh Baxter, back home to Ohio, she gets the feeling he's not who he says he is. So that kind of sounds to me like it might be kind of another one of those women in danger thingies. So... We'll see what that's about. Murder at Sunrise Lake is Christine Fian. And, you know, we all, you know, all of us who followed, you know, these great books, Christine Fian writes the best vampire books ever. That's, you know, what she did. But she's totally stepped out of her box, and she's writing a standalone suspense uh, story. And in this, when I was reading the backstory for this, a novel. It just has everything. This really sounds like a lot of fun. So, um, it's it, she's a great writer. So, you know, oh, there's, yeah. there's none of that voodoo in it. So, this might be good for someone who wants to try a good writer that likes a good book on suspense. <laughs> Ellie Griffiths is debuting at the Night Hawks. 
Archaeologist Ruth Galloway finds herself in the middle of a mystery when a group of amateur archaeologists discover whoop, a dead body. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those floating no around lately in stories. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The Nighthawks. And rounding out the top 20 is The Seven Husbands of Hugo, Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, and this is so funny, the legendary film actress discusses her rise to fame with a journalist. So that sounds like, oh, there could be a lot of bodies buried in this story, too. <laughs> Did you notice that there wasn't a single political book in the top 20? Oh, but just wait. <clears throat> We're going to have, a, you, know, you know, there's just a flood of them coming. Of course, we all, you know, we've already got uh, the one from um, our, um, that was on our bestseller list, The Cruelty is the Point, but Landslide, I believe Landslide comes out today. Frankly, we did win the election, believe that's out today. The Nightmare Scenario has been out for maybe about, what, two weeks? And yeah. then there's another one, I think, coming out next week called I Alone Can Fix It. And so, you know, we're going to be inundated with these things. So now whether or not these are going to show up on the bestseller list is a good question. Because it could be that people are just so tired <laughs> of reading about the whole situation. Um, and, you, and, you know, every time you, you click on the the screen of the of um you know what's happening out there on the world with on your computer it's just one thing after another of what uh, president trump has said and um none of it particularly flattering so uh, let's hope that we just get tired of it and don't want to listen to it anymore i i enjoyed these few weeks with no um political book on the horizon but you know oh, yeah every Every good yeah. thing must come to an end, so we'll just... Right. Well, there are still some, you know, some decent books coming out. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what's on sale this week um, that we managed to bring in? I'm, you know, oh, The Cellist. Uh, this is Daniel Silva. His new book oh. is out, The Cellist. This is a Gabriel Allen. That's the 21st in that series. Um, I think we have that coming in for one of our most favorite customers um <laughs> yes he's come in for that and uh, also the, the that book is available on audio so that's going out to another favorite customer um there's some other things oh B.A. Paris has a new one called The Therapist so uh -huh. we always like a sh and remember B.A. Paris did that behind closed doors oh, oh yeah oh that, yeah. that was a good one yeah, that was, and you know, the thing about that book, it was told in, in a different matter. It was told from the beginning and the end, you know. So it was hard for me to go to the end of the book to find out what happened because it, <laughs> it didn't work that way. Um, way you always do that with mysteries, which drives me insane, but, um, ha, fooled you, huh? <laughs> yeah, it fooled me. Um, there's a new Debbie Maycomer. It's better this way. And we, um, We'll have to throw that on right away because we need that for another one of our wonderful customers. Exactly. Um, because he'll he'll be in there for that for his wife any day, and that got that slipped by us, so we'll, we'll order that. 
for him. What is some other thing? Megan, of course, James Patterson. He's always got a new one. He's got a new one that he's writing um, with Brian Stitz. I love that the subtitle, Crime Has a New Enemy, and it's The Shadow. Oh. oh. Lots of fun. So, you know, that's coming out. Those are things that are available this week. Um, of course, there's that ugly truth inside Facebook's battle for domination. I don't know if that's an attitude or if that's, you know, mm. um, he either likes Facebook or he doesn't. Yeah. What's on sale next week? Let's see what we've got. Oh, Karen Slaughter. Wait, she has a new one oh, like next her. week. False Witness. Yes. Brad Thor has a new one, Black Eyes. This is oh. a Scott Harvard. He's really good. Tracy West. This is going to be for the little guys. This is The Ways of the Sea Dragon. This is a new branches book. And the one that we talked about, I Alone Can Fix It, um, by Carol Leonic, comes out next week. Uh, what are some other things? This is the first time I've looked at this. I'm always impressed. Oh, look at this. Gordon Corman has a new one. Oh, this oh. looks darling. It's called Linked. So that's for our middle school. And uh, this is a new Detective Varga. Uh, Alexander McCall Smith has a new one out. See, see, see. We've got some great new ones coming. Just yeah. To remind, just to remind everybody, we do have the school books in stock. And um, so for the summer reading that you have to do, uh, high schoolers. Yes, they've only got... Yeah, yeah and we about. also have a great selection of young Hoosiers, too. So if you guys want yes. to get started on those, we um, pretty well stocked up on those. So, yep, we're trying to keep ahead of everybody here. We're ready for you. And, and the streets, they're, you know, they're trying to get the street open. They're working on that. So, yeah, it's yeah. all right. All right, ladies, and once again, your location and the hours and the phone number for the bookshelf. Okay, we're on the corner of Walnut and Bowringer. You have to stop in front of our store when you come into town. And um, we're there from Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5. And Saturday, it just kind of depends. Definitely will not be there this Saturday because we'll be in the bus. <laughs> and, um, and our telephone number, 812-934-5800. That's 5,800. All right. Well, thank you both, ladies. Uh, behave yourselves down in Memphis. We'll miss you next week, but uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Okay. You have a great one. 